Show presents Comicast 403. Sponsored by Twin Sons Comics and Gaming, Age of Comics, and Game of Thrones. With your host, Pablo Gunner, and I'm here to talk nerdy to you about the comics that I read for August 21st, 2019. Here at Talk Nerdy to Me, we have our own grade scale for comics. It is Strong Buy. That is strong art, strong writing. Then we have buy, solid art, solid writing, but not strong, obviously. Then weak buy, that means there's something weak about it. You should only buy it if you have the extra money. Strong skim, I strongly suggest you skim it. I think there will be something you might like about it, whether it be art or writing. Skim means it's weak on writing and art. That's why it's just worth skimming. Then weak skim is only skim it if you have a lot of extra time on your hands then pass is pass. Also, we have the best book of the week, which we call the Bebow, aka Back and Bag. And there's the runner-up to the Back and Bag, where I usually announce towards the end, unless I know throughout the podcast, then I announce it then. And I'll also say Contender, which means this is a contender for runner-up and or Bebow. Now, spoiler alert, there's going to be at least minor spoilers, because I am reviewing these books, reviewing these issues, but I will try not to spoil too much. I feel like I'm more of the hype man than the spoiler man. But you decide yourself. You are warned. And I'm going to go ahead and jump into these books. Starting with Blade Runner number 2 by Titan Comics. It's Michael Green, Mike Johnson, and Andres Quinaldo. On this one, it more or less picks up where it left off. It has a nice little recap where this lady's really narrating this investigator, right? She had this bounty hunter, and she's explaining about how she had this spine injury, and then, and how they were poor and everything like that, and they ran away, and then it goes to her case, and she searches this building, and then there's a police officer there, and she's like, you know what, no, I'm good. You know, I don't really need you. I'm going to go do my own thing. Then the people who she's looking for, which is the wife of this rich guy, and the daughter, who is supposedly special, is now gone underground and trying to run away, hide away, and stuff. Then you have the investigator. She investigates this old man. And you're like, something's up with this old man. And there's definitely something up with this old man. As they have a throwdown, and it gets crazy. She ends up, like, you know, going after this guy without much luck uh once again family continuing on the run and this is she's while she's narrating she's like i've always liked being on the ground you know that's i know the people there i grew up with people there they talk to me i don't have to bribe them i don't you know all that and then something bad happens and she's like this is exactly what like why i prefer being on the ground so it's really awesome. It's really intriguing. There's definitely the mystery. There's definitely the intrigue. It's all there. It looks phenomenal. It's definitely does a great job of feeling like it's in this world. You know, everyone has secrets. And it's it's like, it's great when you can find a world that's both grimy and gritty and yet futuristic. And, you know, all the technology feels... And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great, it's great. So... I enjoy it a lot. It's really fantastic. There's a lot of great moments in this book. 
that, like I said, mystery, intrigue, and just, it's great. So I can definitely give this one a strong buy. On to Bloodborne, number 14. This is by Titan Comics. It says, The Veil Torn Asunder. We have Kot, Kowalski, and Simpson on this one. And it's continuing the story of this same guy, which is, he found this scripture or something in this book, and he's reading it, and he's like... It's really, really trippy is what it comes down to. So he's in this tank and then this black thing comes in him and then he wakes up and he's naked and it's a blood moon or something like that or, or eclipse and he's like drooling at, while he's reading it and yet he'll wake up and he's wandering the streets and then these monsters fighting in the streets and then like horrible things happen to him and to other people and one of them is like he murdered these people that he's in this room and he's like oh wow i think this is my reality yet the whole way through he's like i think reading this thing is causing me to have visions and and blackout and all this stuff it's really crazy it's really trippy trippy it's really nuts so it's it's just all kinds of crazy so yeah it's once again this is continues to prove that like even somebody who has good intentions has a darkness in them and that's what this world has in store for people and that's what they are of they are of this world it's it's absolutely nuts and it's really crazy and it's really intriguing uh it's it's yeah it's a mind f visually you i mean i feel like you can get stuff just you could just look at it visually and you're like this is insane um and then you read it and you're like this is even crazier so yeah it, it, it's it's just crazy I, I i don't i mean it looks phenomenal too like it's it's a it does look it looks like it's exactly what it's intending to be is just like a fever dream a hallucination but realistic at the same time and that's exactly what he's going through and so i, I have to give it a strong buy because it totally hits what it's going for now getting into life is strange number eight it is Waves Part 4-4, written by Emma Viaselli, artwork by Claudia Leonardi, colors by Andrea Izzo, and then letters by Richard Starkings and Comic Crafts Jimmy Betancourt. So, of course, this gives the recap with the photographs, which I absolutely, from the word go, I love. So, sucks me back into it if you've, you know, it's been a while since you read it or whatever. And so in this one... What previously happened is they were at a party and it was a Hollywood party pretty much and or a, something like that of that nature and someone took drugs and they freaking collapsed and so she uses her powers to turn back time so that she can get to her before she takes the drugs or at least to be able to call the ambulance sooner and that's what she does and oh man so that that's that's essentially what's happened and then they go find their her friend tristan and i just love it because it's it's kind of like one of those things where you're like oh, i love it when a great plan comes together you know it's it's kind of like they all come together she comes clean with her friends you know about this guy and this guy goes to them and and, and tells her and they're trying to save this 
she's trying to save him, but she gets in dire straits because these drug dealers have her um, kidnapped. And so they come up with this plan to go save her. And it's like I said, it just turns out really well. And it's like, being that it ends so well, where do we go from here? It's it's so great. I, I really enjoy it. I love these characters. And it's it's really nice just seeing people grow, seeing these characters grow and stuff. It's it's really nice. I, I just love being in this world. It's it's so interesting to me and I just really what it comes down to is I just love the characters. So yeah, it's it's definitely a strong buy for me. I'm going to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, which is Age of Comics. They are located at 3700 Osuna Road, Northeast, Suite 513, Albuquerque, New Mexico, 87109. Or you can check out their website at ageofcomics.store. Uh, or give them a call at 505-884-1776. Uh, they're usually open from 11 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. They are a comic book shop who focuses on comics, on whether they're new or old, collectible, whatever. They have value, no value. You know, they'll get them cleaned and pressed for you if you want. They can help you get them CGC'd. Uh, there's even a chance that they can help you get them signed considering... They do have a signing coming up, I believe, for Halloween, so check out their social media, especially their Facebook, where they usually post a video on Tuesday of what's coming out Wednesday. Now, they don't just put out comics, they also put out, of course, Funko Pops, because everyone does, because it's a hit, and as well as statues, figurines, stuff of that nature it's a real they have a really cool awesome shop because they have a sentinel or it looks like there's a sentinel breaking through the wall i mean it's, uh someone built it for them and it, that's what it looks like and they have like their most prized possession comics in this danger room uh, they have a pinball machine and they're just great dudes to do business with and to talk to i love talking anything anything nerdy really but especially comics one of the few people uh i can just talk 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 about comics and they know their stuff and i can talk to them about indie comics you know any kind and they know their stuff and that's what's really great um they really know their stuff and that's that's what they focus on so if that's what you want then make sure you go check them out um especially on their facebook Twitter, probably Instagram as well. I'm going to get back into comics with Ghost Spider number one. It's Maguire, Miyazawa, and Herring on this one. And this one picks up pretty much exactly where the last series left off. Now, they kind of make it seem like a new jumping off point for new readers. I feel like they do a decent job. And it's funny because this book kind of pokes fun at itself where it's like why can't you just go to college in your own universe and they she explains why and even the people are like well that sounds kind of dumb because of this this and this and it's like true you know she even says like yeah i could just stay and do that you know 
they end up making like i don't even know if this stuff's real but empire state university they end up making these things where like yeah tony stark has this you know program this scholarship program you know and you qualify for it people that the thing and i feel like the biggest thing for me and for most readers who are going to read this is why is she going into the 616 when she has her own marvel unit her own universe you're like it just doesn't make sense and so the whole series or not series but the whole issue is kind of making fun of itself and justifying its own existence in a sense and that's really great you have captain stacy in earth 65 i think that's where spider gwen is from and she kind of helping peter while she's there and stuff and that's why ghost spider works because there's like all these other spiders and they know her as spider gwen or a spider girl in her own universe but in this one don't but she, in this one she's really trying to focus on hey i'm trying to focus on this school i'm just here for school you know i'll help you if if you know it's 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 urgent but if it's not i'm gonna try to focus on my own thing of course this does bring in other characters i i like the idea too that they're going hey characters that are evil in this universe are showing up in her universe but they're different you know and so it's interesting it's interesting stuff it's enjoyable i like it and unfortunately the code uh, the digital code is messed up, so I'm not really sure what it says. So I'll, I'll just try to take a picture and, and post it, okay? So anyways, uh, I really enjoyed it. I had a blast reading it. I thought it was a fantastic read. Um, not the best thing out there, not an absolute must-have, but it's a good, solid intro, and like I said... The best thing that they had to do, the hardest thing they had to do was justify their own story, which was why is she going to school in the 616 when she has her own universe? And they made fun of and justified it at the same time, which is really great. So therefore, I can definitely give it a buy. Moving on to The Magnificent Miss Marvel. Featuring Tony Stark, it's number six. Uh, we have Ahmed Jung Velasco Herring on this one. It is three ninety nine, and this one's crazy because she just got back from this other world, this crazy adventure, and now she got this horrible news about her dad, and she's just coping with that. She's trying to deal with that, especially they don't remember anything that happened on this other planet. So or. I don't even think they remembered that she is Miss Marvel, which is really, I don't know, it's weird, and I kind of feel like it does a disservice to what they've done so far. But also, at the same time, kind of gives this writer somewhat of a clean slate to do the reveal themselves. So she's trying to get, you know, she's just like trying to wrap her hand around this. Her friends are trying to help her out you know, and, and stuff, and of course something pops off, so she has to go deal with it, and it's crazy because it ends up being one of those situations where she has to fight this creature and one of her old enemies again, and it's just really crazy because I feel like 
he was gonna help her sort of but not i don't know but the, yeah tony stark pretty much just shows up at the end to just be like hey what's up what's going on you know and it's one of those things where he's just like some things you just can't fix i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna try to help i'm gonna try to pour money into this but so far it's a very rare thing and and i there's not really I, anything i can do it ends up being pretty a pretty solid issue so i i it was it was dark and it was it's kind of depressing um so yeah it's it's ends up being a buy here's the digital code tell me what you think t for tomas and for marcos e for iluterio f for familia two i for ignacio p for pedro seven i for ignacio q for quintana c for carlos as for Senorita. Now on to Powers of X number three. This is probably expensive. So anyways, it is uh, pretty much the same creative team, I think, which I want to say is Hickman writing and whoever's been on this book. But it jumps into it right away and... They're just essentially the X-Men, yeah, uh, Hickman, Silva, Gracia, Cowles. There's a lot of surviving soul mutants. You know, they explain these players, good and bad, Nimrod. Essentially these future X-Men this plan they're trying to find out when nimrod was created so they can stop nimrod from being created and so they are pretty much on a suicide mission here and apocalypse who's leading them is like he's willing to take on the nimrods himself so that they can go deliver this thing and they're going to deliver this thing to Moira McTaggart. And so they give her this information. She's out able to use this information. And then, of course, because of the fact that they've established that she is a mutant in this Stuart storyline. But she pretty much, she dies and just, she just gets put right back to when she was young. Or when she was born. And so now she has this information of, hey... I know when when it is. So when and where, right? Uh, the Nimrod program. So now we can go stop it. And that's that's it. It's hard to read this in the sense that you have characters that look like the characters you love and know, but they're not. And then you have characters who are but they're so different they're not the same people and just the things going on you want to be invested in them but it's hard to because of these things and so right now and you can tell it's just it's a it's a build this is just a build to something bigger and greater and uh it's intriguing though nonetheless it looks phenomenal and it's it's really crazy I can't give it the highest marks, of course, uh, but it's definitely s s strong with the art for sure. And it's, I know the the writing's strong as well, but as an issue on its own, it's hard to, you know, 
completely grasp what they're doing and where it's going and everything like that. So it's still just a buy right now. But I'm sure in the long run it'll be a strong buy, and that's where the trade will come into play, right? So anyways, here's the digital code. Tell me what you think. I give it a buy. Tell me what you give it. It's T for Tomahawk, M for Mech, E for Egon, X for X-Men, U for Ultron, S for Saiyan, Y for Yucca, 5, 2, L for Logan, U for Ultron, H for Hank. Lastly, we have Jane Foster, Valkyrie, number 2, with Aaron Ewing, Kafu, Abertov. This is $3.99, The Sacred and the Profane, part 2, and... It's just crazy. So we have, spoiler alert, Bullseye on this Pegasus with the Sword of Valkyrie. And yet you have the, the well, one of the Valkyries. And you have Jane Foster, who is a Valkyrie now. And she has this special weapon that transforms essentially to the threat of whatever is needed and so she has to make this decision of how do i deal with this guy what do i do he has this weapon you know he's messing us up because he keeps on messing up heimdall and it's just freaking crazy and it's just freaking awesome and you're like oh my gosh this is just freaking insane and it's so intense and she has to make this crazy decision of how do I do, what do I do going forward? And then on top of that, another decision with Heimdall, which is he's like, I'm not ready. I don't want to do this. You know, let's, can I do something else? And even that is like, oh, wow, that's freaking crazy. Like just the stuff they're doing this is like balls to the wall nuts. I'm just like, this is just freaking crazy. Like to the fact that they would let, that the, the fact that they would let them do what they did in the first issue and then continue to like, pretty much make it crazier more like the stuff they get away with or not get away with but like yeah that they just do in this issue and have done this series so far you're like who wouldn't be sucked in <laughs> i'm gonna have to get this in trade now and hopefully it's not just a hook it's gonna continue to be this phenomenal and it's 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 it seems it appears to be like visually and writing wise it's 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 great. So it doesn't have to be the same level of intensity because that that would be rough, um, but awesome at the same time. But it doesn't have to be. So anyways, yeah, it's uh it's it's just absolutely crazy. It's definitely a strong buy without a doubt. I I would have to say it's it's a contender as well. That being said, I'm going to roll right into my runner-up and Bebow for the week. And, oh man, I just, I love, God, there's, there's so much to love about this week, even though I only, I didn't even get the DC books. Uh, DC was sending us their books digitally, and then they asked for an update, and I sent them an update, and apparently our numbers weren't good enough. So they stopped sending us stuff, which is funny because they still sent us a thing for um, some press conference in New York City. And I'm like, we can't do that, but thanks for the invite. That's cool. Um, you're not sending us comics anymore, so I don't know why you would. we're still on that level, but whatever. Um, point is, 
So I kind of it was I was expecting the digital comics, and so I didn't buy them. Um, and I'm I I was kind of trying to go cold turkey anyways, uh, and it wasn't really working. But this kind of gave me the perfect opportunity to go cold turkey because it's like I was expecting them digitally, so I didn't buy them physically, and so I didn't really have a choice in the sense that I was expecting something and didn't get it. And so yeah. Um, so I'm sure there's a lot of great DC books that I missed, but these are the ones that I had already ordered, and I might have uh, those at Age of Comics right now. I don't even know because I haven't been there in weeks. I haven't had the opportunity. But the books that I do have is Blade Runner, Bloodborne, Life is Strange, Miss Marvel, Powers of X, and Valkyrie. Number two, Blade Runner is just so great. Bloodborne, mind-blowing. Life is Strange, love it. So it's really hard for me to pick this week. I'm going to go with Blade Runner number two as my runner-up. Because, spoiler alert, here it is, that it, it turns out that she goes to this surgeon and... She's like, what would they need you for? And so, essentially what happens is these robots, or these these um, cyborgs, you know, I mean, what are they? The, the, the AI, right, are going to her, uh, are going to this surgeon to get surgery on themselves. And she doesn't know why, because the guy doesn't tell her. So when she goes to this old man, she knows something up, but she doesn't know why. And it turns out this old man is actually a robot, the AI, right? And so he's like beating the crap out of her because he's he just looks old. He's not actually. I mean, I mean maybe as far as machine go, he might be old, but you know you can live longer. And so it turns out that the a lot of these people are. That's what they're doing. They're going like, oh, so they can pretend to be old like they're old and dying like they get surgery done so that they look old so that they can fit in with society so it ends up being really crazy it's it just it's just all kinds of nuts so i just loved it um it just looks superb i love futuristic stuff uh especially when like i said it did they can maintain that oh yeah it's futuristic but it's still like dirty and grimy at the same time that's why it was my runner-up, but I'm absolutely, as much as I love, uh, you know, Life is Strange, I'm going to have to go with Valkyrie number two because, I mean, Bullseye. You have Bullseye, and, and he's, just such a, he's just such a psychopath. You just hate him. You have to hate him because he's just a, such a psycho. And, uh, I, I mean, I liked how they, they humanized him in the show. But I, I like this version because he's just so mental, you know? And so this one was great because you have Bullseye, and he has the sword of uh, the Valkyrie, and it has, like, all this history with it and all this stuff. And she's like, but he keeps on using it to mess up Heimdall. <laughs> he keeps on using it, and she's like, I... She has to make the choice to essentially destroy that weapon 
And then Heimdall's like, I'm not ready to move on, you know. And so she ends up turning him into a Valkyrie, I think, to join her. And I'm like, that's cool. That's really, really cool. So that was freaking awesome. So going forward, it's like she's forging her own thing and creating her own ranks. It's really cool. So, yeah. But it also, it's like, well, who's going to be him now? You know? It's crazy. So, yeah, it's it's definitely, that's why it's my back and back of the week. It's mind-blowing. So, yeah, thrilling through. And visual is writing superb. So, yeah. Uh, and here's the digital code for that. P for Penance, 3, V for Voltron, C for Cable, U for Ultron, J for Jameson, F for Fantastic, 909, H for Hank, and W for Wolverine. So, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the books. I know it's not much, but that's probably what it's going to be now. You know, Titan Comics, they still send us digitals, and I'm going to just, whatever books that... Um, Indies, you know, like Ninja Turtles, I'm still going to get, as well as, um, you know, X-Men probably, or at least a couple issues of X-Men, and then switch to trade, I don't know, we'll see, depending on, on just whatever, a lot of Indies, like Ascender, I'm probably going to keep getting, because that's phenomenal in issues so far, um, a lot of Indies are great in issues, so probably a lot of the Indies, and maybe some of the DC books, depending Schneider, pretty much anything Schneider puts out, I'm going to want in issues because he's just so great. I, I mean, he's just mind-blowingly phenomenal. Um, and, and whoever he teams up with, they just work off each other so magnificently that it, it's undeniable. And yeah, so, you know, just, just stuff here and there. So in, in fact, it, I'll probably, I might be going to more of a monthly format because of that, unless I have enough books to on a weekly basis if I can keep up weekly but I probably won't be maybe monthly so maybe once a month I'll have time to record this um, so I'll do as much as I can for as long as I can but I have work and right now work's not super busy so I have time to get caught up because I'm way behind and then I also have my wife to take care of and a kid on the way so all those things are, are in, you know, part of the, the juggling act of life. And so uh, I hope you enjoy those books, the digital codes especially. And uh, even if you don't, I, I hope this is a good way for you to keep up to date on these comics without me completely ruining them. Of course, until I get to my runner-up in Bebout where I completely spoil them. But, uh, you know, I, I usually say spoiler alert. Um, I mean, we say it at, at the beginning, but I say it again for those specifically. Uh, and, yeah. Um, so feel free to talk to me about anything, whether it's movie, comics, shows, you know, whatever, because I probably watch it or uh, hopefully do, you know, if I, if I have the time. Um, just tell me. At least one of our group will. That's what's great about there's a few of us and we're all into different things but similar things and so feel free to talk nerdy to us at facebook twitter instagram tumblr youtube our website any of it our email it's all tntm the show and if you want to help us keep the show running you can donate on our website uh, through paypal 
but you don't have to either. That's fine. And uh, so, yeah, talk nerd to me and keep your eyes hungry for comics. The Talk Nerdy to Me Network. Thank you for listening.